0: You guys are probably sick to death of Fallout 4 videos. There are videos and podcasts discussing every different aspect of this game from its character development system, whether or not it has loading screens, is it going to be 64-bit, and so on. And I thought I would add to the deluge of content out there and discuss something that is near and dear to my heart. And of course, that subject is Fallout 4 modding. And so, without further ado, let's discuss that subject. Let's ask a few questions, talk about a few rumours and hints that I have heard, and let's speculate, because that is always fun. The first question I'm going to ask is one that will surprise you. And that question is, will there be modding for Fallout 4? And my answer is, yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty sure there will be. Um, I've no reason to believe there won't be. Bethesda Game Studios have made all of their games, uh, for a long while now, very moddable. All of the Elder Scrolls since Modderwind, Fallout 3 was moddable. Of course, Fallout New Vegas was, even though that wasn't Bethesda Games Studios. We've got every reason to believe Fallout 4 will be moddable. But it does show our mentality, doesn't it? It does show that we just take it for granted. We assume there will be modding. I, I think there will be. There are many reasons I believe the modding community adds to to, you know, the longevity of this game, the attraction of this game, but it's not as if the game itself wouldn't stand all on its own. A lot of console gamers are looking forward to this game, and they have no options to mod, so... let's just bear that in mind and not take it for granted. So, will there be modding? Yes. (laughs) Of course there will be. Okay, so, we got that out of the way. Will there be mods immediately? Also, yes. Uh, there will be people sat at their computers, pre-downloading the game, and the instant it releases starting it up and not even bothering to play. Going through the file system, checking out what's possible, and some people will even start to make mods before they try the game. That is absolutely inevitable. It will happen. You will get day one mods. I can say that with An air of certainty, uh, born out from experience, basically. (laughs) I just remember Fallout New Vegas. I remember Skyrim. And that was a totally new engine. I believe there will be mods straight away. But what sort of mods? Well, if we forget things like save games and that type of thing, there will probably be a lot of texture mods, perhaps new models, that type of thing, because those things are usually created with tools that already exist, those tools might need some tweaking, but usually, I mean, for example, textures, they can be edited with existing tools, and they will almost certainly be, um, I wouldn't say easy to make, but far uh, more accessible than some of the more advanced mods, mods that interact with the scripting engine and so on, because they don't require any specialized tools, they just require graphical editing programs. I think we will see some tweak mods, some mods where people have changed a few key values, things that can be edited with some simple modding tools. But of course, I don't think we're going to be seeing quest mods, I don't think we're going to be seeing massive gameplay changing mods immediately. That is partly because those mods take quite a lot of time and testing, but also because the tools probably won't be available immediately. I'm expecting the GEC to come out within a month or two of the game. I mean, we might get lucky, it might be released at launch, that would be great. But with Skyrim, it took a couple of months to come out, so we might find a slight delay. There may be some other tools. I mean, we had FNV Edit, Test 5 Edit and so on. Maybe we will get a Fallout 4 Edit program that will allow us to do some uh, more interesting mods. But I think the big mods, the quest mods, the player house mods, those type of things will probably only start coming out in, a, you know, in, in a massive wave once we get the official tool. Now, a lot of this speculation on my part is working on the assumption that the engine is a modified version of the Skyrim engine. But having looked at the video, watched the animation, the models, I see no reason to doubt that it is an enhanced version of the Skyrim engine. The lighting looks a little better, the shadows look a little better, but overall it looks like the Skyrim engine and a lot of other mod makers agree with me. So I'm thinking it's going to be a very, very similar uh, setup. So you will probably find a lot of the existing mod makers and mod tool makers will be Pretty much ready to go the instant the game is released. So, you know, I I, I think my guesses are at least reasonably likely. Uh, they're they're gonna be in the correct ballpark, I think. Moving on to slightly more specific mods. For example, the script extender, which will almost certainly be called Fallout 4 Script Extender or F4SE, pronounced Phase, I believe. I believe that is what the team have decided they want to call it. Phase. When will that come out? Well, my initial hope was it would be out a lot quicker than the Skyrim uh, Script Extender because it's the same engine and they have a lot more advanced knowledge, you know, they they they've they've got the experience and it's just adapting it to the new modified version of the engine. However, a lot of people believe it's going to be a 64-bit engine and that could complicate things. So it may be it may be a while before we see the Script Extender, which is A shame, because obviously, a lot of the great mods required it. Now, when Skyrim came out, I was hoping they would have enhanced the scripting engine somewhat, so we wouldn't need the script extender for things like detecting key presses, interacting with the UI, and so forth. But, they still did. So, for example, my mods, the mods that detect key presses, Immersive Hood, Predator Vision, those mods really did require SKSE. And I have a feeling the same is going to be true in Fallout 4 as well. I, I, but you never know. Maybe now they will actually have, you know, in, in-game support or, I don't know what you'd call it, uh, in-modding tool support and in-script engine support for detecting key presses and interacting with the UI and, you know, the, the need for the script extender at least for those type of things will be reduced. However, I can tell you The Script Extender is almost certainly going to be needed for a lot of the more advanced things and, you know, you should expect that that will become an essential mod pretty much once it's been released. Once it's been released, within about two weeks there will be several mods that use it. Within two or three months there will be several almost essential mods that use it. So, probably get yourself in the frame of mind of, I will be using the Script Extender. Talking about the UI, I'm going to work on the assumption that the user interface is based upon Scaleform, which is what Skyrim is based upon, and what a lot of games use. It is a Flash-based technology, and this is good and bad. It makes very interesting UIs, but it does require somewhat specialized skills. The, you know, you need to be able to program Scaleform, you need to be good at ActionScript, and understand the basics of flash manipulation. And let's face it, we will almost certainly see a user interface that is optimized for consoles. It's inevitable, there will be complaints about it, they are a waste of time, it's going to happen. We are going to want to see a UI mod, almost certainly. I'm hoping it's a little better than the Fallout 3 user interface, and a little more similar to the Skyrim one, at least from the heads-up display with fading health bars and that type of thing. But there's no guarantee. So, we're definitely going to be wanting to see a sort of Sky UI for the Fallout 4 game. However, I'm not completely sure the Sky UI team are going to be on that task. Originally, they were probably planning on it. But the lead developer is, well, he doesn't have quite as much time anymore. I don't think he's a student anymore. He does not have the same amount of free time. Plus, I'm going to be totally honest with you, he was one of those mod developers that was approached by Bethesda and asked to do a pay-for version of a mod, and he did. And, of course, he got a lot of hatred and vitriol for it. And he is, obviously, a little ...reluctant about coming back to the modern community and putting what would be thousands of hours of work. I mean, SkyUI was several thousand hours of work. And he seems a little less um, enthusiastic about putting that work in, all things considered. And I'm not totally sure I can blame him. He did get quite a lot of uh, hate. And what makes this a little more depressing for me is this was also the man who created the MCM, the Mod Configuration Menu. And my fervent hope was to see MCM appear in Fallout 4 quickly. Quicker than the User Interface mod, to be honest. And I think the plan was to actually have two separate mods, one MCM and one UI mod. And MCM to me, in Skyrim, became pretty much an essential mod. It's also essential in Fallout New Vegas, the the same named mod created by Pelinor. And so I was really hoping for MCM, but again, it's the same mod author. And if if he's not going to do it, I'm not sure who else will. Maybe someone will take up the reins. Um, And just to make it even bigger, (laughs) uh, of course, this is the same developer who created Project Nevada. Well, he didn't create it. He was the lead developer on Project Nevada. And, of course, that was the most popular mod on Fallout New Vegas. So, if you were hoping for a Project Boston, uh, again, it's going to come down to some, some other people taking up the reins. And there may be some people out there who are willing to do so. But, just just be aware that those particular mods may not appear as quickly as some of us Had speculated and hoped in the past, because I really had hoped that MCM would be out within a month of the Script Extender coming out. Because obviously, I I think that would have been an essential mod for Fallout 4. So, little bad news there, I guess. And lastly, my own mods. Will I be making any? Uh, The answer is probably. There will almost certainly be an immersive HUD It will not come out until the script extender has been released because although I did make a version last time that replaced the flash files it took an awful lot of time. If I was to do the same thing again, it would probably require... um, Well, it would require enough time that you wouldn't see videos for a couple of weeks. So, that really isn't an option anymore. And I actually think it was a bit of a... No, not a waste, it was a learning experience. But seeing as I already know what I want Immersive Hood to do once the Script Extender comes out and that was a far superior version of the mod, I'd rather just wait for it and, and produce that then. Assuming that Immersive Hood is needed. That is an assumption. It probably will be. The Advanced Recon Armor or the Advanced Recon Night Vision, that type of thing. Will I recreate that? I may. First of all, we actually have to see if it's even needed. You don't know, but the game might actually have thermal night vision and good night vision built in to the base game. Who knows? It might. If it doesn't, I will probably, at the very least, create a... uh, the, the, ...the technology part of it, the part that will allow items to have thermal night vision and advanced night vision and those type of features and I will probably assign it to certain items. I don't know whether uh, I will be having the time to rebuild armor, create the headgear that I created. It would be nice if I could make the thermal night vision monocle, the the, the eyepiece. That would be nice, but I will have to see how hard it is to port the existing model into the game, or do I have to create a new model from scratch? Because if so, that's kind of time consuming and I'm not an expert at 3D modeling. So, what it might involve me doing is creating the technology that allows Thermal Night Vision um, and the Advanced Night Vision and then other people can create mods and just use my base technology mod, if that makes sense. So, you just have my mod installed and then they just assign the Night Vision or the Thermal Vision or the Water Breathing anything like that. They just assign it to the items that they have created and it should work no problem. So that might be what I do. It's all going to depend what support the game has. As for other mods, things like Pumping Iron, not totally sure that's necessary for the, uh, for the Fallout game. We don't even know if you're going to have body sliders, because of course the, the Fallout 3 and Fallout of Vegas didn't. You just had a generic body size, so I'm assuming you will actually have body sliders, but I, I, let, let's wait and see. For things like the Detect Traps, the Rangefinder, those things, maybe, maybe I will get the urge to put those in-game. And, of course, DynaVision, the Dynamic Depth of Field mod. Will I um, port that over to Fallout 4? I may, actually, yes. I may do that, if the game doesn't have Dynamic Depth of Field built-in. In the trailer, I did see it happen, but, of course, Maybe that was specially for the trailer, but it did look like it was in-game footage, didn't it? It looked like it was in-game footage, so maybe they've added that kind of effect. Uh, If not, I will add some version of DynaVision. Uh, not sure how long that will take. We We will have to see. And of course, I will be trying out an awful lot of mods, and almost certainly showing them to you guys, and once the modding community has settled down a bit and there are some base essential mods I will of course create a beginner's tutorial for how the hell to mod your game. So if you are watching this and thinking "Oh, I'd love to mod but I have no idea how on earth to do it, I will show you how to do it even from the very early stages I will show you how to install these mods and eventually I will do a comprehensive tutorial uh, series devoted to helping you mod your game to the absolute maximum. So, feel free to join me for those, and I look forward to seeing you guys on those videos once Fallout 4 has been released. I will be watching the E3 release in a few days, I will be doing it live over on Twitch, I will be sort of podcasting whilst I'm watching it. So if you want to join me for that, and it's going to be at 4 a.m., so I may be a little punch drunk by then. I may be sort of slipping into a coma, although I suspect the excitement of seeing Fallout 4 will keep me awake. But if you want to, you can join me over there. I will leave a link to my Twitch channel down below. And I will see you guys next time.